Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm glad this is really becoming um, a habit for me to just go out every 5.15 in the morning and just go to a place where I can be alone and do this, right? Bringing the microphone, even though despite the fact that it might look silly for me but it doesn't matter right now <laughs> okay so let's just dive in and um start um expressing gratitude all right dear heavenly father thank you so much thank you so much for waking me up and for for somehow nailing this as a habit well um cooperation is your is your way and it seems like we have been cooperating really well for this and i'm excited what we are gonna bring to the table today well as as i was as i was walking here towards this place it's a little windy um i also thought this will be the start of season two it's like yesterday without even thinking about it we seem to be we seem to be concluding things right and today we still um with the foundation that we have had in the past seven days we will dive in and explore more deeply into um relationships personal relationships and how how um the lack of god in our lives affects those relationships all right so um let's just dive in uh, thank you lord so much for for leading the way and we're excited we're excited for what you're gonna be you're gonna be teaching us today in jesus name we pray amen okay Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, um, today is going to be the opening of season two. So the past seven episodes were part of season one, and I haven't really brought, uh, I haven't really given that a like a title or something. But anyway, season two, as I've said in our prayer, that is going to be about. Um, relationships personal relationships and the manifestations of the lack of god's not god does not lack right um it's it's our um denial and it's our um just running away from god that affects our relationships and trying to find fulfillment and peace in other people and the effects of that that's where we are gonna explore right so um as i was walking towards this place i was thinking about this already um how we as human beings feel the need to be loved right and it, it's there because if um if love is uh, the fundamental key to life, 
then you're not going to be expecting human beings as only being capable of loving. They need to also be capable of receiving love. And in the world, you see that they want, people want, human beings want and crave for that love. I remember reading the first few chapters of Ty Gibson's A God Named Desire. I haven't, I haven't finished that. I haven't. Yes, there are so many books that, that I need to read. And then I just paused for that. But, but there's really a very profound um, message in that, in the first few chapters. And that talked about how infants, how babies, when they were experimented, it was a cruel experiment. They were experimented and... Um, it was about the human touch. The test was about the human touch. And without it, they wanted to know if babies, babies could survive. And unfortunately, they didn't. So what happened was they, they eliminate, eliminated every physical contact. So they isol uh, babies were in isolation. And then um, the nurses just poked at them with i don't know uh, a device or something but they never touched them the babies and well as i said it did not took it did not take long and the babies died so it was a cruel experiment but then it shows that human beings innately even as babies long for love long for the human touch we long for love from other people and it's like embedded in us we long for god's love and there's that i also encountered this yesterday i oh for pardon me for always doing like this <laughs> that's those are moments of realization where I've picked up um, like snippets or triggers or clues or hints or cues as to what I'll be talking about today, right? Because yesterday I encountered this video from a friend and she was talking about the God-shaped hole. And indeed, I agree that we all have God-shaped holes in our lives. And this is also expressed in The Desire of Ages. The, the, the introduction, I think, or the preface or the introduction. It says that um, we have desires in our hearts. Deep desires. And money, fame, and riches, material things, those cannot fill the desires in our hearts and there's that god-shaped hole in our hearts and indeed there is but we also can't deny the fact that we also need we we we, we crave for that for that need from our parents right because there would no there would not be lost children lost in the sense of their emotional well-being there would not be miserable adults resenting adults 
who had bad experiences as kids there would not be those people if parenthood doesn't matter after all it's the very first physical um authority figures that we encounter as babies because we we don't think so much we just have immediate needs as babies and and they don't babies don't <laughs> go through philosophy and you know and um why am i here why am i born <laughs> right babies don't think that way the very first things that they they don't even think about it right but they feel they feel the need and most of the time like 99.9% of their awareness is, isn't really about yeah those things they don't think yet things are happening subconsciously but they long they can't explain it as babies but they long it's 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 a fundamental thing that you know you don't need expressing well they express they do express they can't yet express in terms of understandable language in words per se but yeah it, it, we somehow understand yes it's it's like music the crying is like music <laughs> right it's it's very raw music and they try to express their feelings their needs through crying and their giggles are are expressions of satisfaction and happiness right and it's very interesting that even as babies even as babies they already are longing for love and that's and that tells you that human beings are designed to receive love too because love is after all shared so there must be in human beings that capacity to love and not just to love but also to receive love so it is a fundamental element of the human the human being to be able to love and be loved it's part of us right and when that is not filled we suffer we become sad we become resentful right even as babies they need to receive love and they don't philosophize yet so the very first authority figures that they encounter once they're born are the parents right especially the mother and when there is neglect that longing for love is not filled in the baby and they may not express it in terms of language but the language in their crying right stress and the the the, the fear and the insecurity and the anxiety they feel without human touch it's like embedded in us we need that human touch once we're born the touch of a mother the very first one it seems to be saying that beyond just the food beyond 
the bed of a baby, a cradle beyond the human milk. There's something more, that human connection that needed to be there for them to survive. Key to their life. Key to the beginning of their life. It's as if the human being has been designed that way. And it's not as if, because you see it, right? That's the apparent thing, for the lack of words, right? So we crave for that. I wanted to explore that because it's a wonder. While there is undeniably a God-shaped hole in our lives, we also can't deny the fact that as human babies, we also long for love from human beings, from fellow human beings. And that brings us to parenthood and to parenting. The role of parents. Parents are supposed to be the very first ones to show and make and just show to the child, to the kid, to the baby, to the infant what God's love is like right what god's love is like and yeah it, it's because we are not just um spiritual we we are holistic beings i, I what i mean by that is that we are spiritual mental emotional physical social beings all those aspects of what a human makes human makes yeah so so there's that physicality right there that needs to be present however introvert however introverted you are you still need you still long for friendships for you don't need as many but you need quality friendships, right? So there's that that human connection. That human connection is also needed. It's part of being a human being. Maybe that's why that's also one of the reasons why Jesus had to really come here, right? Because it's not enough. Just wow, th- th- I just thought about this mind-blowing thing that i mean there could maybe other ways because god has a thousand ways of providing something or anything that we need and there could be other ways for for god to rescue us right he he could be a savior jesus could be a savior who we cannot really touch He, he could just be there but then he made himself as one of us and what is the significance of that i think there's a deeper deeper sorry there's a deeper significance to that and and one of the significances <laughs> one of the most significant things of that is that we need the human touch too oh that's why god wanted to be with us because we were like abandoned in the first place and wow Oh, we were like stolen. Not necessarily abandoned because God did not really abandon us. But we were stolen. (laughs) By the devil. 
right human humanity as a whole and we needed that oh that's why the, <laughs> the movies always portray the tv shows always portray um the struggles of a a child who has been abandoned as a kid i haven't been abandoned physically so i i do not know the 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 deepest um depths of the experience of people of especially especially those who were adopted right who were somehow uh, their biological parents gave up on on the thought of raising them so maybe they were given the ch- these kids were given to shelters and then someone a family adopted them but then they will have they will have the longing for their origins and you wonder why right you wonder why why do we have a longing for our origins why is blood so thick right in the sense that why does family matter so much why do we have the expression blood is thicker than water and i think there's a different context to that but then why does why does our blood relatives affect us so much right of course of course when when it comes to spiritual things and spiritual connection that transcends any physical um, connection any blood connection what i'm trying to say is i i recall this um the scenario this this experience where where disciples um tapped jesus he was teaching and then um they tapped jesus jesus wait 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 um your mother and your brother and your sisters i'm not so sure um they're outside okay but then jesus responded in a sense in, in this in this way that that his mother and brothers and sisters are are the ones who are also following the will of the father and that that's that's family and many times in our lives we feel that um those who think and and do things the way who believe the same things as we do those are our family and though we say um those are more like family to us than our own blood relatives and there's an implication there we say it's more like because somehow inside of us we know we know that families are supposed to be like this they're bonded by blood but it's not just by blood it's not enough it's by spirit and by the things that we believe in and things that we do together that we are one we are one team and the happiest families are that they're so united in thought and things they believe in but you would say you feel like you have a f- you have a family it's more um I, what i mean is that you you feel like closer to your um friends who share the same values with you and they feel more like family quote unquote more like because somehow deep inside our hearts we know that 
our families, our blood relate relatives are supposed to be our team. But they're not. And wow, that brings me to what Jesus said that he longs for everyone to be one just as he and the Father are one. Unity right there. Unity right there. And yeah, every family can be one team if we share the same love principle. Yeah, that brings us back to what we have established in the first season, the past seven episodes. Right? Right. So come to think about it. We have a God-shaped hole in our lives. But we also can't deny the fact that severed human connections are affecting us. Severed human connections are affecting us. Because that's part of us, what makes us human. We need that connection with God, connection with other people. Which is no wonder the love principle has two parts. Love the Lord, with, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. <laughs> That's wow. I think I think the second part is part of what we're gonna talk about for the rest of the um, the season. I don't know how long. The first one lasted seven days and seven episodes. We'll see. I'm really excited thinking about it. Are you? That, yeah, there's a God-shaped hole in our lives, and there's also. There's also that need for human connection. And even babies who basically don't have or ha- don't have personalities yet, right? Who haven't nailed their personalities yet. They also long for the human connection. If babies can survive without what well, I what I mean is yeah, yeah, once you are on earth you need that. Once you're a human being, you need that. Right? Especially when you're a helpless baby, you need that human connection. Which brings me to the thought of Jesus and his birth. You see, he did not just, if babies did not need that human connection, Babies, sorry, Jesus, the infant, and when he was born, he did not have to be born through a mother. Come to think about it. Right? But God made sure that the mother, the human mother, that is going to be taking care of Jesus, is going to be a good mother. Right? That's why it was important to choose the woman who's going to be through, through whom the Savior of the world will be born. That was really important. If fundamentally babies and human beings do not need the human connection, 
then then jesus did not really need to go through a mother right why did it have to have why did he have to have a family a human family too he could just have been born by some random woman and then abandoned in the streets to be picked up by a stranger right but then it was designed of course it was designed also in, in such a way that the, the savior would come out from from israel right from the lineage of david but then but then yeah yeah that could still happen and then the woman would just abandon jesus but no there, there was a careful choosing and there were careful instructions on how to raise the child wow i just thought about that thank you for the holy spirit who makes all things known and makes connections of things that you have learned before and what you're trying to learn right now just wow just wow so i think time is up <laughs> i try to limit the next episodes to just 25 minutes um looks like we are gonna extend a little bit just a minute or two or three but yeah so far that was really nice if you really think about it so the point all f- throughout this this episode was that there's a god-shaped hole in our hearts and minds but human babies human babies have a st- the fact that human babies cannot survive without the human touch the fact that they would die gives us the point that we also need the human touch and that has that really has something to do with parenthood and parents being the first authority figures god-like if you will right because after all um god designed the human being to be like him after his image after his image right and parents also are supposed to be like that they they themselves within themselves are already self-governing they have been filled by god's love and now it's their turn to take care of a new human being right yes with all their god-given capacities yes but then misery comes when those parents are not really godlike when those parents have a lack within them they haven't been filled as adults with the love of god and that's there and that's when they become dysfunctional brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen that's when they become dysfunctional they don't function as human beings as human parents are supposed to and that that just affects the infant the baby and the baby could die right so tomorrow we may need to explore right we may need to explore on parental dysfunctions right and how what are the implications and the effects of that 
in human relationships, right? So now we, we are fr from high above last in the past seven days. Right now we are exploring here down in the human situation. And we're seeing the effects of the lack of love in human lives and the dynamics of relationships that affect us each and every day. And we're also, of course, looking forward to corrections and healing because that's what God is an expert of, too. He's an expert at bringing life and giving life and he's also an expert of bringing new life to broken lives all right so let's close with that dear god heavenly father thank you so much for everything that we have learned um those are exciting thoughts and discoveries really thinking about the human connection the need for that and why you why you why you designed salvation in such a way that Jesus really needs to be human too. And that's mind-blowing if you really think about it. Thank you so much. There's so much more to learn and unpack. And I'm excited for the rest of the episodes. And I'm excited for what you're going to be working out um, in our lives, in my life, and in the life of the listeners. Around the globe, I would, yeah. I'd be excited to see that. All right. So thank you for everything. And may this bless someone who really needs it today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.